Chris Walken back again with Nigel Risner, guru to the letting and estate agency industry. <laughs> um, Nigel, why are estate and letting agents so poor at communication? Talk to me. I love you've asked this question. Let's see if we can annoy as many people as possible. Oh, I think there's more annoying topics coming up, mate. <laughs> Probably not as much as this one, in a way. Yeah, go on then. The reason I think people are poor at communication is they've not been taught. So if what age do you think the average letting agent and estate agent joins an established estate agent? First job. I think, mo I mean, m no one actually wants to be an estate and letting agent, <laughs> and we tend to fall into it probably 21, 22, where you, you leave university, there's no job, so, oh, I'll get a job in sales, or we'll always want estate agents. Okay, so it's interesting, you've now gone to 21, okay, go back a few years, and still today, it happens at 18, 19, 20, especially in North London, okay, yeah. so they don't go to university, there's the first issue. So they've, so the English school system is a bit weird. So I don't know when you were last at school, okay? Well, um, 51, so I left, I left school in 88, 89. Okay, so I left in 78. I didn't, you, so you had to do English until the age of 16. Yes. But not really that well, okay? Unless you wanted to do English as an A-level or English as a major. So at 14, you really weren't taught English. You just went through the process for two more years of exams. Yes. So the average kid who leaves school at 18, has not done much English. Communication in this country is not taught. There's no debating societies in schools. Just thought I'd share that with you. There's only just beginning to be debating societies in universities. So the art of communication, the art of debating, is much more American than it is English. So there's no real skill. So you have some people who naturally fall into it, who are creative. I don't want to go into personality types just now, but who don't really understand how important communication is. So they could write a great essay and they could remember... Did you study history at school? History? Uh, O-level, yes. Okay, so you could remember dates. Yes. I was no good at remembering dates. So I dropped history at 14, which is bizarre. I dropped geography at 14. So I didn't have to write that many essays. So if you can't write an essay and you don't use spoken English to the best of its ability. Really at 14 is the last time you're really taught proper English. Yes, and getting your point of view, getting your point of view across, is that what you're trying to say? Yes, really and... Listening to the other person back. And... Uh, balancing, comparing and contrasting. And... Go on. Recognising other people's styles, when to talk, when to listen. But what's really key is that if you think about an estate agent's details or a letting agent's details, have you ever seen how badly they're written? Lovely property near a shop. There are some buses nearby. This will be an ideal property for a first-time investor. Okay, but no one reads the brochures. Anyway, they look at the pictures. I think the communication skills are even deeper than that, and that's trying to persuade someone to do business with you. Okay, well, that's the secondary part. But the first bit is answering the phone politely, speaking and finishing... Uh, sentences, I-N-G, not something. Just basic communication. We're not very good at it because we've not been taught it and very few people pick up on grammar. If you Do you remember listening to the BBC in the older times where you had professional speakers? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the BBC Radio 5, whatever it was. Today, the language they're hearing is slang. They, they don't write properly on their phones. Are you okay? I'm G-R-H. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that so you've got 16, 18, 21 year olds who go into a state agency. There's nothing wrong with that, provided the people you're dealing with are 18, 19, 20, 21. Point taken. So I'm 60. Just thought I'd share that with you. Yeah, you look, you look good for your age. That's very kind of you. So I'm 60, and when somebody writes to me, especially on LinkedIn, uh, do you fancy connecting? It'd be good for us both, GR8. Well, that just gets binned immediately. Okay? First of all, you haven't read my profile. I know you haven't read it because you can't read. You haven't understood what I do because you don't understand English or whatever language it might be. So language and communication is vital. And I think when people are interviewing, you should go through a dummy interview or go through a process to see whether they've got communication skills. So interviewing someone for a job, you, you do almost like a role play. Yeah. First of all, people hate it. There's the first bit. And if they're not into a role play, you're going to have a problem because there's lots of role play that goes on in communication. So you and I get together first. But the first thing we did was we sat down to decide what might we want to share. That's role play. Can you imagine if I said, I, I don't know, you asked some questions and I think I should be fine. Please, thank you. I mean, this interview will be dead in about three minutes. Mm -hmm. People have got to understand. They've got to use some vernacular. They've got to think, what language are we talking to? To whom am I speaking to? And we'll come on to personality styles, I'm sure, in another interview or on another date. But I'm telling you now, most people have no idea how to communicate. If someone's in their early 20s and feel that they're, they could upgrade their own communication skills, because I'm a firm believer that a lot of people out there expect their bosses to train them. Well, so I find it interesting that a lot of real estate agents in other countries, they take personal responsibility to train themselves which is quite rare in the UK. Um, but let's just say there might be one person watching this who ha wants to take personal responsibility and wants to improve their communication skills. Where would, where would you point them? Well, first of all, YouTube, podcasts. What, just listening to, what, how to be a better communicator? Yeah, and listen to other professional speakers. How are they conveying certain messages? So TED Talks. One of the beauties of a TED Talk is you've only got 20 minutes to share a concept. You haven't got, I never start a conference, just to let you know. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's so nice to be here. Do you know why I don't start that way? Well, that, that, that first line is almost golden real estate, and I don't want to waste it. First of all, they know what time of day it is. I'm not delighted to be in, in Loughborough or Scunthorpe or the middle of nowhere. Loughborough's very nice this time of year. <laughs> this time of year. But what they want is a message. They want something to hang on to, to know whether you're interested. No comedian has ever come on stage and done this. Uh, good morning. I'm going to be sharing some jokes. Let me share some of the jokes I'll be sharing. And they're going to cover these topics. They just get on with it. Their second best joke is first. And their best joke is last. They want to grab the audience, make them smile, make them laugh. And then finish with a brilliant line. Have you ever read a John Grisham novel? No, I haven't. I've read, watched the films. Okay, but John Grisham, it's a bit like a James Bond film. Okay, have you watched a James Bond film? Yes. Watch the beginning of every James Bond film. Doesn't matter which film you watch. The beginning of every James Bond film. That's the best bit. What is it? Well, it's it's um, setting the scene. It's mystery. It's always a chase. It's always a car yeah. chase, and they're going through some markets yes. and whatever. And within seconds, you're enthralled. Do you know the very last thing on a James Bond film? The very last thing. You've never sat through the credits, have you? No, I haven't. Okay, on all James Bond films, the very last thing is what the next film is. Uh. So, so what they do is they grab you in seconds and they keep you there. And it's really interesting, one of the only films where people watch the credits. 
because they tell you what the next film's going to be. John Grisham novels always the same. There's some young lawyer whose father died when he was young. They're in some middle of town in the middle of nowhere, and they go through the whole thing. And then as you finish the book, the first thing you mention is, when's his next book coming out? When we're communicating, we need to grab someone's attention. So photography is important. But what's the action you want people to do? So when I communicate at conferences, uh, you, you must have been to the odd conference. Yeah. Have you ever listened to a speaker who's reading the slides? Oh, death, part, death by PowerPoint. Yes, but it's called an information-only meeting. I can read. So you don't have to tell me what's on the slide. I can read that. But very often, it's what I call an information-only meeting. I want someone to tell me something that's going to inspire me to do something different. Otherwise, I could have stayed at home. The beauty of lockdown was I didn't have to go anywhere to hear shite. I could watch it. But you and I have travelled all over the world to hear speakers. So I've only got six or seven slides, and there's not many words on each slide. It's an addition. So the photography on details is to add value. There should be some meat on there, and there should be a call to action. Every interaction you and I have, there should be an interaction. Otherwise, what's the purpose of communication? But lazy communication is, I just ask you, Christopher, because I know you know the answer, how do we do this? Because I can't be bothered to look. So you become my Google. When people ask me a question, I often say to them, are you sure that's the question you want to ask me? Have you written down the question you want to ask me? And what do you think three possible solutions to the question are? Then I go one stage further. I'd like you to write down three possible solutions to the question you want to ask me. I want to see the three possible solutions. And then I still want you to decide what is the best answer you think for the communication we need to deliver. That gives people a chance to be explicit, um, supportive, be clear, concise, because we're not very concise. So what you're saying to the people is this, look at others and, and listen to what they have to say, but also take a step back and look at the structure of how they're portraying it, not necessarily the information they're putting across. And then what you're also saying is, for someone to teach themselves is, is ask the question, write it down, because I think it puts it into a different part of the brain when you write stuff down, and then come up with two or three solutions that enable you to... Deliver the information. But and then you'll find the answer yourself, because... Probably. But one last thing. Have you ever been in America? No. Okay. I love going to America because on Sundays, it's Gospel Day. I love watching ministers deliver their sermon, but I often do it with the sound turned down. I like to see their gestures. I like to see how they move on the stage, which is no different to when people are communicating. See, if I continue the interview like this, so how's it going? Yes, thanks very much indeed. Really interesting. My body language is speaking to the floor. What I really want to do is be animated and use my hands because that's how I talk. When I'm on the phone, I'm often walking around my office. Mm -hmm. So estate agents and letting agents, if your style is to be out there and you're on a headset and you're tied to the computer, you're going to get trapped in your communication. You've got to be free to express yourself. Don't want to go into a Madonna song, but you need to be free to express yourself. And we're not taught any of those skills. Thank you for your time today, Nigel. Thank <laughs> you.